everybody. Welcome to the Finger Guns Podcast. My name is Roscoe. How are you doing this fine, very, very cold day? I am joined by Kat. Hello. 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 Welcome back. Thank you. How was it last last week? Um, I knew was, you guys would be fine. It was the best one we've ever done. Fuck uh, off. To be fair, it was <laughs> it was it was epic. Yeah, no, it was um, yeah, it was four white guys talking about video games. I don't know. I don't nice. Know. Very generic. Nice. No, I was, was hearing the laughter downstairs, and I wouldn't say quite had FOMO because it's different when you're unwell and you like know you're unwell. It's not like you've like jibbed out and like skived. It was like True. I was genuinely genuinely unwell, and I can hear the laughter, and I was like, I'm really glad that's happening. Um, and I'm sad that I'm missing out on it, but I'm not. I'm hmm. glad I'm not there to bring the tone down with my illness. <laughs> sure. Ethan was um, uh, on I, fire, as ever. I and, know, uh, and I'm, I'm so sad to have missed him because he does bring so much laughter, but good friends have thought that. If you give it a listen, he does he does shout you out if you ever get a chance oh, to have him. Oh, good. I have not, to be fair, um, it's on my playlist for tomorrow morning. So, because oh, I okay. always listen to the pods that I'm not in. So, and it takes an hour for me to get to work, and I've just been catching up on my pods. So, um, that is the thing. Cat so. was a listener of the pod before she joined the pod, and our numbers went right down when she joined <laughs> because she stopped listening. <laughs> All one. <laughs> yeah. All one of me. <laughs> but um, over time, yeah. it's like, damn, we're, we're well done on our numbers. What's going Oh, yeah, Cat. That's it. I remember now. Yeah, it's me. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do listen. I listen to every pod I'm not in. So like the E um the E three that was not not what I mean um the EGX pods loved them was like back in my makeup doing them like tap 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 all like the old days listening wow. to Josh and Miles lyrical about EGX it's great it's awesome uh Mr Miles Thompson hello there hello there hello there your move <laughs> your move how you doing sir. I'm not too bad, thank you, mate. Not too bad. You're going to be excited this week, Roscoe. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I know. Um, I don't know if we need to really walk around with game of the week. I think we just all need to just jump in. Yeah. (laughs) Together, unless someone's got something different, which would be barbaric, to be honest. Yeah, I don't. So uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun (laughs) game of the week. (laughs) That's one for you. And Josh Thompson. Hello, hello, everyone. Hello, sir. How are you, man? Yeah, do you know what? <clears throat> yeah, I'm good. We had a uh, we had a nice little afternoon session on Fortnite, and uh, that's made the week all the better. So yeah, indeed. Let's indeed. roll on the rest of the night. Let's get this wrapped up quick as possible. Speed run podcast so we can play more Fortnite, shall we? All right, the game of the week was Fortnite uh, quiz. Uh, two <laughs> questions. Um, yep, yeah, I won as always. Well done, yep. well done. Brilliant. Yep, really, really good. Job um, done. Uh, what do you make of our news? Crazy, huh? Wow. Woo! Crazy stuff. And uh, we recommend things. So goodbye, everyone. Thank you very much indeed for listening. That was a that was a cracking pod that we just recorded. Um Ooh, that was that was intense. I enjoyed that. Yeah, man. Goodbye, everyone. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> Don't forget if you want to follow us now. We will actually do a podcast for you, I promise. Um uh, all right then, let's get oh. to uh let's let's get to game of the week. Uh, this is, of course, Game of the Week. I don't know why I'm introducing Game of the Week. We do it every week. Kat, what's your Game of the Week? Do you have a different Game of the Week than everybody else? Uh, only Fortnite is my game. Uh, wait, 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 motherfuckers. What I want to say is two pods ago, my Game of the Week, or three pods ago, my Game of the Week was like Fortnite again. 
So I went from Fortnite back to DVD, back to that. So simmer down, I was here first. Okay. And then you all joined. So if anything, yeah. Anyway. Hey, let's not get uh, all legal about this, all right? Let's just carry on. Let's be friends. We're all good. Um, So my game of the week, um, it's Dreamlight Valley. Oh, Dreamlight Valley. Dreamlight Valley. Dreamlight Valley. So I bought this on PC when I first got a PC, as you remember or may not remember. Mm-hmm. I bought a PC on the pod. Um, if you haven't listened to that, please listen, go back and listen to that episode because it's a wild journey of me saying I'm not going to buy a PC to actually buying a PC to by the end of the pod purchasing a PC. Um, I think it's, if you've seen PC, it was a laptop. It's, but, um, it's a wonderful episode where there's an actual story going all the way through that episode. <laughs> It's, it's like lovely. a B-roll story. <laughs> um, so yeah, so bought Disney Dreamlight. I absolutely fell in love with it. And then just because my laptop is in a completely different room in the completely different area of the house, I don't use it as much as my PlayStation. Um, and it was on offer. And I thought, and I don't have Xbox Game Pass anymore, so I can't even play Disney Dreamlight Valley. So I thought, fuck it. I treat myself and start my world over. So I have now played catch up, but I'm further than I was now, so that's great. It did take a while. Um, I'm just so in love with it. It's just such a good rock game. What I mean by rock game is that, like, you don't even have to get changed, do your hair, think, speak. You can still have the dribble on your face. Just controller in hand and just rot away to Dreamlight Valley. There's no, there's no puzzles. There's no thinking. It's just you, an open world, Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Donald Duck, Goofy, Scar, Nala, Beauty and the Beast, whoever the fuck you want, okay? They're there, probably. If they're not there, they'll be there soon. Um, and just, you just live in life, doing little gardens, getting in their favourite things, becoming best friends with them. Does it sound a bit lame? Yeah. Is it fucking awesome? Yeah. It's sick, man. So cool. So good. Best thing that Disney's come out with, other than, you know, Disney stuff. Best thing Disney have done since Disney stuff. Yeah, yeah all those absolutely mental. You have to get like 1.4 million coins or something ridiculous like that just for a trophy. Like, Damn. anyway, I'm going to do it. Fuck it. Fuck them. I'm going to fucking are. spite them. I'm going to do it. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's my game of the week. Doesn't um, Elsa join this week or something? I've read that somewhere. So does she. I've got Kristoff. Um, believe... so maybe she does or is that oh no that's Disney Speedstorm that's their racing game oh, so I was going to say I feel like Elsa's already in Disney yeah, um, but she might not be um, I was wrong. because I there's like her castle and icicles everywhere but um, I'm waiting for like Hercules to be added because I think Hades would be a really good addition um, because they do have the villains in Disney Dreamlight and they're all a bit like you know dark and stormy and they're like haha you're, you're a weenie little pumpkin and I'm the best you know, so, <laughs> um, so yeah, but I love it. It's a great game to just put your brain in a jar too. I love it. Yeah, I jumped on, as you know, I lost my save and I didn't have the the will yeah. to start over. But um, I don't know, maybe I will. If I can get like a start, a start booster pack or something, then maybe I will. Um, it is a um, it is a lovely game that I'm glad it's still going and still evolving. And uh, must seems like it's found an audience, so good for it. Good for it. Uh, Miles Thompson, talking about games that have found an audience, what's your game of the week? Oh, Roscoe, I'm back. It happened. They got me. They kept so, me waiting. Huh? Tell everybody. 
Tell everybody. Tell them. <sighs> tell everybody. Go on now. You want to? Oh God! Oh, it's it's Fortnite, Roscoe. It's Fortnite. It's Fortnite. I fell. I I succumbed. I couldn't. The the lore of Solid Snake is just too much for me. It made my. Oh, I'm not going to do it. I was going <laughs> to. I was going to say it made my snake solid, but I was like, can I do that? Oh, Should I no. do that? Oh, I've done it now, so here we are. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the uh, new season's pretty good. I'm uh, actually having fun. We're all having fun. We're all enjoying it, aren't we? Um, Mostly. Aside from getting battered by sweats at the very end of matches. But we did win one, so that's nice. Yep, yeah, we've got one in, uh, un- under our belt already, which is nice. Yeah, I've popped off a couple of good sniper shots at like 120 metres. Made me uh, almost cream myself and... <laughs> Yeah, it's just all around been a fun time. I'm back on Fortnite. I actually didn't think I would come back for something pretty significant. And it turns out Solid Snake and Peter Griffin are uh, what you need to get me back into a game. So, you know, live services, just get Solid Snake and Peter Griffin in. You're guaranteed at least one player. Dead by daylight confirm Solid Snake. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, if Solid Snake was in DVD, I would never uninstall it ever again. It would just <laughs> be permanently on my PlayStation forevermore. Um, yeah, it's it's been a nice time. The new map's all right. I did say to Josh though, it doesn't feel like this new map has many like highlights. You know, like how we had like the Neon City or like Chonkers or just places that felt quite memorable. This yeah. one feels like the map kind of it's one nice map, but nothing particularly sticks out. It's just all very good, but nothing of it's like outstanding, but none of it's bad either. No, I think um, the train stations are nice. I like the train. Um, I like that. I I like that idea because it's fun to run around the map, you know, on the back of a train. I never thought that was going to happen in Fortnite. It's very it's a very common thing in PUBG, and I thought that Fortnite wouldn't kind of stoop down to that level. But here we are. So well, it's they fun. just take it and do it better, and they're like, "Ha, fuck you." <laughs> yeah. Um. So um. Yeah, it's all good times. I mean, you know, you know my 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 love of this game. It was fun yesterday. Um, I nearly cried my eyes out because I couldn't get on the goddamn thing. Yeah, it was painful. Um, we had to resort to playing Aliens Fighting Elite for a single round. <laughs> We're like, nah, this is no fun. <laughs> just I think fun. I think I'll be the only one sticking with that for any length of time. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it, yeah, and I'm glad it's uh, got its uh, got its claws back in you again. Yeah, both Dead by Daylight and Fortnite got me back in. What's happening? Uh, did you get Chucky for DBD? I did. How is it? He's very oh well he's just a very good killer he's a nightmare to play against but he's very fun to play as um i managed to kill all four people my first match with him which kind of shows given that i barely rarely play killer um just how effective he is so yeah he's a nightmare and he says lots of funny lines um so yeah he's a bit of a meme but also he's just very good and you can't flashlight him which i know doesn't mean much to you but you can't flashlight him because he's too fucking small. So if you pallet him and try and flashlight him, you can't because the pallet's in the way. Um, so, oh. yeah, he's he's kind of like messed with the meta, I think, a little bit. I think um, there might be some changes that come to him down the line in the future because, yeah, I can't see the Survivor community being very happy with having to play him over and over and over again. We're already tired of playing against him, so, you know. <laughs> Does his height mean you have to kind of shoot down or kind of run down from him or... Because he um, seems like he seems small and fast, which might be frustrating, I guess, to play against. Yeah. So the problem is, like, because he's so short, they like added like highlighted footsteps, so you can sort of see where he's going if he's going like left or right around like a loop or something. <clears throat> and if he picks you up, then it's like his puppeteer, which is like human sized, basically picks you up. Um, 
But when you're in chase with him, it's really hard to see him because you'll have like, I don't know, chest high like crates or something. And you'll have basically no idea where he is aside from the red stain. Um, so you've got to kind of guess, but it's quite funny because if you pallet him, he falls over. <laughs> it's just really amusing. Um, and yeah, he's a he's an interesting dynamic because you can't rely on some of the skills that you can with uh, with most of the other killers. So you've got to kind of adapt the way you play a little bit. Um, or in most people's cases, you just get killed and then just moan about him and then go on to the next game and moan some more. That seems to be the DVD way. Mm-hmm. It is game, the DVD way. Stupid game. I hate this game. Let's re up. Yeah, you just ready up as you're moaning about it. Like you just keep going into more games while you're hating it. It's just the natural order. I love it. I love it. But that's how it's going to go with Fortnite now until you get Solid Snake. That's it. I'm stuck now. I'm all in. That's the problem. You're going to get Snake and then you're going to you're going to drop it and then not play as Snake. I'm going to play one match as Snake and be like, oh my god, this is so cool. Now I don't care. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you have committed to the battle pass because you want to get a, a certain thing in the rewards, which you can't get until you beat the battle pass. So this is it. You're all in. I know. I've got to stick with it now. I'm already level 9, 10. So, you know, I'm a chunk of the way there. I'm just going to have to keep going now. This is it. I'm so proud of you. Thank you, friend. Thank you for uh, getting me into this second addiction. I had Kat get me into Dead by Daylight. Now I had you get me into Fortnite. And here I am. Well, I follow like leakers and stuff on Fortnite that like decrypt the game as the updates are going up. And as soon as like Snake appeared on that thing, I was like, "Oh shit, this is it. <laughs> this is this is the power I yield." Now. <laughs> <laughs> you knew exactly what you could do with that power. Yeah, yeah, indeed, indeed. Uh, Josh, what's your game of the week, good sir? I'm going to talk about because it's just come out out of embargo. And it's releasing today, if you're listening to the broadcast. Um, it is a 2.5D RPG known as Born of Bread. Um, this is developed by Wild Arts Studio. And it's, uh, like I said, an RPG where you play as Loaf, who is, uh, what are they? They're, well, they're a loaf of bread technically, but they're like a human loaf of bread through mystical powers and story stuff that I won't get into. Um, but yeah, so I saw this on Twitter a really long time ago, like maybe last year, uh, and I really didn't expect it to come out before the end of the year was up. Uh, I thought it was a little bit longer in the way, but thankfully it's not. Um, it's uh, a very colourful, very fantastic RPG that a lot of people are comparing to is like... Um, Paper Mario, uh, which to to a certain extent I agree. I I was it's been a very long time since I played Paper Mario because it was all the way back in the DS days when I was a child. Uh, so I can't attest to how closely it kind of follows the trends and stuff like that. But I can tell you how it is as an RPG because I God have we played enough of those this year. Um, it's not a fantastic RPG. The combat feels very old school the trappings of kind of like your currency and your backpack being limited at the start of the game feels very old and dated as well you do get to upgrade them as you progress but just the fact that i was constantly chucking things away from my backpack and also picking up currency that i couldn't pick up because it was my wallet was full or whatever and there's just a lot of those where it really felt frustrating. Um, but it is a very, it's a very cutesy, cozy game. 
it's it feels very uh it feels like a really good game to play in the winter because it it has such a, a warm color palette and it's just very wholesome in its delivery and the characters are fun they've like i said it's fantastic so there's full of puns you know bread related puns from loaf um and yeah i've not beaten it just yet um it's been it's been a week uh and playing this being so positive and me being so negative there was just something about it that was really like <laughs> difficult to get through but that's my own personal problems with it um yeah uh there's there's a it's like a two two point five d game so it's like the art style is kind of these two d animated characters that have like your very like cartoon network or nickelodeon type cartoons um and it's in the backdrop of like a three you kind of occupy it in a three d space but the camera only has one perspective but it pans in and out depending on your uh where you are on the level. Um, I wasn't a fan of the camera. I think I showed Kat some of the gameplay and she was like, whoa, that camera is crazy. Um, and yeah, I feel like there could have been a little bit more nuance to the movement that would maybe make it a bit more easier to traverse through the game. Um, but uh, there's loads of weapons to get. There's loads of like characters in your party that you'll learn and upgrade and um, build a bond with. and yeah, I I think it's a decent RPG. It's really fun. I really like the art style. I absolutely adore the music. The mu- music is probably like the biggest highlight for this. I don't know how it would sound outside of the context of the game, but the fact that it makes the just the visuals, it just emphasizes the visuals so much when it already looks so good um, is a testament to the sound as well. Um, I, I can't explain it. It was, it's, it feels very trippy. It feels very nineties where it's where things were just absolutely wild back then with, with ter- in terms of like the audio visuals of kind of just being as out there as possible. Um, and yeah, I think uh, I'm going to have a full review by the end of the week, kind of breaking down what I disliked about the RPG, uh, the, yeah, the RPG elements, kind of like the combat system it's a turn-based combat you use the cards that you've got in your they're not cards but they're you know your card is an attack or a defense or a special what have you there's a few different systems that break down in terms of like your attack uses a wp which you gain back through defense but you can only either defend or attack and there's just there's like a weird economy going on there that feels really unsatisfying to pull off um, but the attacks have like these mini games that you like very mini games, like, you know, hold, press the button at the right time or press the button as far as you can to execute the best uh, attack that you can. Um, some of that's fun, but yeah, I think there's just, there's just a few little nitpicks that I've got that build up to something where it's like, um, an overall, uh, I'm not overall sold on the game as a, as a whole. I do really enjoy it. I really love the style. Um, if you like RPGs, you might like this because it feels very, um, it's not, it's not, not uh, easy to pick up. It's not your first RPG, although it looks like it could be because it's so like welcoming and warm. It's not, it's got some really like, they're not difficult things to get your head around, but 
like I said about the economy, it's just very like stingent on what you can and can't do. And some, for some people, that would be quite difficult. I've noticed that there isn't very much in, in the terms of like accessibility either. Um, I think the only thing that changes the gameplay to an extent is this elemental damage side of things. So everyone has an element on their attacks and you can, you know, kind of like Pokemon, like your rock, paper, scissors sort of thing where that does weak or strength to what other element. So there's all that going on. You can take that out as an accessibility option, and that's about it. The mini games you can't really adjust, so you have to do them, and they are time-based, or they are like pressing the buttons, which is a shame. Some people might not be able to do that. Um, I wish I could have skipped it just as someone who wanted to get through the combat about combat encounters a little bit quicker. Um, but yeah, I, so far, so good with the story. I, I'm really enjoying the story. Um, it feels very... Um, feels very rushed at the start, but it kind of gets its foot in once you kind of uh, ingratiate with the characters and get to know them a bit more. Um, whilst whilst Loaf, the main character that you play, is a bit of a bit of a nobody. They don't really have a, a personality. Um, everyone else around you really does make up for that. And it's, yeah, it, I can't help but have a smile on my face when I play it. But yeah, so that's Born of Bread. Um, it's out today. If you like your RPGs, then maybe give it a shot. You know, that, like I said, Paper Mario is like a big inspiration for the team, I believe. Um, so if you like that sort of RPG, then go for it. Ooh, I take a breath. Take a breath. <laughs> I thought you read us our, your review then. It was lovely. Like an audio guide. Yeah, I I've just I've got a lot of feelings about it, but I've not <laughs> quite put it out there yet to anyone. And so yeah, that was a lot to take yeah. in. That's kind of like my broad strokes. Sounds like a loaf of fun. Loaf of fun. <laughs> loaf of fun. Very, very well. There's a lot of that in there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh what's my game? Well, my game of the week's Fortnite. I mean, I'm not gonna add um on top of anything that Master said, just I'm having a uh a great time um the og uh month was a lot of fun um it was nice to get back to that but i have confirmed that the og map will be back at some point in the future uh, which is pretty cool but uh so far yeah having a lot of fun with this new map it's so pretty god this game is gorgeous um concerning everything that it's doing all at once from a technical standpoint i still stand by the fact that i think fortnite is technically the most advanced game that's currently around and with everything that they're adding to it, I mean, this time next week, we'll have reports on the Rocket League racing that they've added and the Lego stuff they've added, the Fortnite Festival stuff that they're adding. I mean, there's still so much to come and so much new stuff to check out. And it's uh, very, very exciting. And of course, um, next week, we'll talk about Avatar. That's exciting as well. But yeah, Fortnite, I've been having a great time. It's all good. I'm not really playing anything else right now. So um, yeah, up until Avatar comes out, I'll be very happy playing Fortnite every day. Um, to no one's surprise, I would imagine. All right, then. It's quiz time with Mr. Miles Thompson. Hello again. It's that time of the week once more. Are we ready? Yes. Ethan won last week, so I'm looking to, uh, well, gain some more ground just for us as, as a team, really, because we got, you know, we can't have him just sauntering in and stealing the quiz. Yeah, we've got to recover. Got to recover the crown, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, luckily, it should be a relatively easy win for the team to gain it back, owing to the fact that he's not here again. <laughs> Thank goodness. No, I don't mean uh, that, Ethan. I love you. I wouldn't count it. It's an interim. You know, kind of like when 
uh, football teams play a football match around Christmas don't don't count. Doesn't so, it? No, I'm still a winner throughout the weeks. So <laughs> Josh is still on his uh, 29 week win streak. <laughs> yeah. No, it's remember 10. he does 10. listen to the podcast. Hey, Ethan. Sorry about that. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> okay, okay. We have another standard ten question quiz. I'm starting to run out of ideas. I'm not gonna lie. I might have to hand over for next year to someone else. Um so if some of this is repeated, I'm sorry, but uh hopefully they're not. Anyway, let's go. Question number one. The Sands of Time, Warrior Within, and the Two Thrones are the titles for which oh Roscoe? Prince of Persia. It is Prince of Persia. Well done, sir. I would have asked that, but I didn't want to Assassin's Creed myself again. I thought I thought you were going to Assassin's Creed Syndicate just for the banter. <laughs> uh, right, question number two. Uh, okay, this one's a long one. Bear with me. Uh, what phrase That's from what EA? Be- uh, I knew you were going to do it. I knew it. <laughs> you never let me down. Uh, what phrase from EA became infamous when they attempted to explain why it would take 40 plus hours to unlock Darth Vader or Luke Skywalker in Battlefront 2 2017? Roscoe. Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> Your hand is up. <laughs> uh, it's in the game? No, I'm afraid not. It is not. It's in the game. Cat. Uh, I don't know it exactly, but wasn't it something like for the pride or something like that? Or like to feel accomplished? It was something, something like that. But I feel like it had the word pride in it. I will give it to you be because like, you did get both words that I was pride. looking for. Oh. So they said they wanted players to feel a sense of pride and accomplishment from unlocking a oh. character. Wow. So I will give you the point for that because you did get both words. What pride and accomplishment can you get from a fucking loot box? Honestly, mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. were absolutely furious because someone had said they'd spent like £100 buying the like Ultimate Edition and then only to play it and realise they didn't have Darth Vader or Luke Skywalker. And they were like, oh, we want players to feel a sense of pride and accomplishment from all the time they put in. And they were like, it takes 40 hours to unlock them. So, yeah, it was not a not a popular move. It's also the most downvoted comment in Reddit history, I think, still. So, Damn. EAPR, we're not on it that day. Uh, question number three. Pawns are a companion NPC type which can be summoned from other players. Oh, Josh. Dragon's Dogma. Yeah, you are correct. Well done. God, one of these days I'm going to have to put in like a question just to purposely punish this. God, who would do that? Stop uh, it. <laughs> question number four. Who's the protagonist of Final Fantasy X? Roscoe. Gary. Get. <laughs> It is not Gary, I'm afraid. Uh, Josh, you are next. Damn it! I don't want our listeners to lynch me for how I'm going to pronounce it because there is some absolute. Um, I don't know. I was going to oh, beef passionate. with how you say the name. Yeah, uh, I'm going to say it's Tidus. Others I... might call him Tidus, but <laughs> it's one of those the two. Pe- those people would be wrong. You are correct with your first answer, so it is Tidus yeah. indeed. Uh, question number five The Assignment, The Consequence, and The Executioner are DLC packs for which game? Josh. Chat, the Evil fuck. Within. What was you that, <laughs> Sorry, I've clipped chat instead of fucking raise hand. I'm oh, no. <laughs> no. Was that on, your Josh. answer as well, Kat? No. No. Because I'm an oh, asshole. My... 
What? No. No, it actually wasn't. <laughs> What's this going? No, just yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. Just just say your answer. <laughs> oh, so I said confused. it was the evil within. Da, 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 da. And then question number six. This twenty twenty. That was correct, game... by the way, audience. He didn't vocalize that. That was a correct answer. <laughs> I did vocalize it. I think I, I did anyway. Either, to be fair, I didn't know you say a had... thing. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. well I gave went... you the point. So then <laughs> you went. Anyway, moving on. I'm not gonna lie. I was really confused as to what was going on, but I gave you the point, so you're all good. Thank you. Um, this 2022 game was set in Tokyo. It features various paranormal beings, and as karate meets magic. Oh, oh my god, that was all three of your hands went up at like the same time. Josh, you were first. Ghostwire Tokyo. It is Ghostwire Tokyo. Well done. Fuck this. <laughs> um, question number seven Which team and publisher created the Onimusha games? Oh, fair enough. I will day. I will caveat this. The team and the publisher are basically the same, so I will just accept one answer. Ah. How annoying. Oh, I don't know if it... Am I gonna put my foot in it? Oh fuck it. Konami? Oh, it. it is not Konami, I'm afraid. Fair. Didn't think Rosso. so. Total guess. Uh Capcom? It is Capcom. Well oh, that's going to be my random ass guess. Oh. Like, sounds a bit Capcom y. My bad. <laughs> I feel like Josh put you guys on like the right thinking by saying Konami. Yeah. Yeah. It was one of the two. Uh, question number eight Which of these games sold the most copies? Terraria, Animal Crossing New Horizons, or Pac Man? Oh, 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 now. I was thinking, well, New Horizons absolutely demolished everything when it came out. Mm-hmm. But now you're throwing in Pac-Man. Mm-hmm. Fuck. It's just a guess. How am I supposed to... It's a one uh, in three chance. It really is. Five. Pac-Man? It is not Pac-Man. Fuck. Kat, you're next. I think it actually is Terraria. It is Terraria. Well done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I Terraria as well. That dick. Fucking cover everywhere. And although <laughs> you nearly threw me off though, because I actually would have put Animal over Pac Man, then I was like, fuck, is it Pac Man? Then I was like, no, Terraria is fucking everywhere. Yeah. So, the, yeah. It's surprising I, this one. They're, they're all within about two to three million copies of each other, but Terraria was about uh, one and a half million ahead. I reckon that's a bit pedantic as well, because Pac Man, there's, you know, multiple iterations that probably yeah, don't equate true. to the full Pac-Man brand. Maybe. I agree. So what you're saying is yeah. the question is um, null and void. Oh, Kat, they're trying to take your point away again. <sighs> I'm trying to take the quiz master away for asking stupid questions. <laughs> it's not a stupid question. It's a perfectly legitimate question. Bit pedantic. Yeah, oh, I'm going to dock your point. God, that, that actor from... Uh, that French actor was in on English of Three. I can't remember his name. Jean Reno. Yeah, that's the one. The awesome. lead of my favourite movie of all time. It's Leon, the professional, by the way. Oh. oh I was trying to think of a different one. No, well, no, it's the... Like f- f- <laughs> I'm just too uncouth to even know. <laughs> uh, oh, question, please. That's all right. Question number nine. No, it's all right, man. This is fine. <laughs> that's uh, like Godzilla. 1998's Godzilla would have been the answer for me. Nah. That would be my... That's your favourite genre, you know? <laughs> or the fifth element. Yeah, something like that. Don't know what's happening. 
Yours is Pink Panther 2, Mars. Carry on, Mars. Mars, you're welcome to carry on. I'm scared. I feel like it's just going to keep up playing. Question number nine. See, the thing is about about Leon, right? Is that it's... They're gone. For which Pokemon? For fuck's sake. Fuck me in the ass with a fucking pegging dick, you asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I was not... God. Anyway, which Pokemon <laughs> is not fucking Ross in the ass? Um, yeah, oh. which Pokemon is not fucking Ross in the ass? Um, for which Pokemon should you save your Master Ball for in Pokemon Yellow? Oh, you fucking Christ. Josh is first. What sucker? I'm probably wrong, but I'm going to say Mewtwo. It is Mewtwo. Oh, my shit. God. My Zoom has like updated and changed, and it doesn't let me. I have to click two extra buttons to get onto reactions and oh. lower hand and upper hand. So, oh, that sucks. Whatever. Yeah. It'll all cost you against Josh, unfortunately. And question number 10 In what year did Titanfall 1 release? Roscoe. 2013. Oh, no. 2014. Oh, it's one of the two. It came with the Xbox One launch. Ah! It, is, it is not 2013, I'm afraid, sir. Uh, Josh? I'm going to go with Ross's second answer, 2014. <laughs> it is 2014. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? Oh, I would have said 2017 gross. had you not said that, though, to be fair. So, I remember it being a, uh, a very exciting Xbox One launch title in one of those years. Damn it. Yeah, it was quite, the it was quite a big expecting... one when it first came out. What it was more, Xbox it was more fun than Rise Son of Rome, anyway. Hey, 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 I want to have a bad word said about that glorified tech demo. <laughs> hey, man, Titanfall was better than it. That's what I'm saying. Titanfall or was Dead Rising 4. Oh, mm. God, that game was crap. That was oh, such a and that was, that was so sad that that was bad. I know. Call of Duty Ghosts, what a game to launch the console with. Yeah, damn. That was, it was quite a bad year for good games, wasn't it? Um, anyway, uh, un- as expected, Josh has won for the 20 billionth week in a row um, with six points. And Roscoe and Kat, you came joint second with two points apiece. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. Well done, Josh. That's right. I win every week. You must be getting quite bored being the winner every week. <laughs> yeah, maybe next year we'll just stop doing the quiz. because uh... Maybe you should be quiz master next year. Then you, no. then you can feel Roscoe's wrath when he doesn't like a question. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have thick skin as the question master, I will say. <laughs> we change it every year, so maybe it is Josh's turn. Yeah. Go on, Josh. Everyone gets a year. I don't think he wants it. <laughs> uh, I think he's really excited at the prospect. I know exactly what it's done to both Cat and Miles in my time of being here and <laughs> I'm just not as strong as them I'll admit <laughs> it's really good fun aside from uh, when you say something that people don't like maybe well uh, I don't know we could uh, we could retire it for 2024 who knows we'll figure something out we could get maybe an I'll... overall winner at the end of this year oh oh, no. oh it's guaranteed to be Josh then he's already won like 30 weeks of this year <laughs> Champion of champions, I think. Uh, <laughs> I think. I think we need to get Tom and Greg back for like an ultimate showdown. 
Yes. Oh, oh Josh, God. Greg, and Tom, like head to head. Maybe even Sean as well. Oh, yeah. The, the decider. I wouldn't be. Mm. I'm not in that league. There was something about Tom that was like, I think it just frustrated us all because of how quick he was. Mm. That man. Oof. I would like to see him against Greg. I think that him and Greg are similar calibers. Yeah. That would be like the ultimate showdown grudge match one on one. For sure. Unfortunately, neither of them do the pot anymore. So that's it. Well, <laughs> it's probably not going to happen. We'll have to do it as like a special. We'll have to entice them on with some kind of like gimmick reward. Indeed. Indeed. Um, all right then. Let's get into the news. And there's not a lot of news this week. Um, but coming up, of course, this week is the Game Awards. And we've already gone through all of the nominations and we've gone through who do you think we're going to win. But of course, that doesn't matter at the Game Awards at all. What really matters is the announcements. And, well, Jeff Keighley's come out and said there's going to be no world premieres, uh, but apparently he's going to name it something different, or that the world premieres that, that we're going to see is going to be mainly footage of games that we've already seen. It's going to be really disappointing. It's going to be a really crappy reason to stay up until 3 o'clock in the morning. But, hey, we do it anyway because that's what we do. So, um, I guess we're looking for kind of witness things that we want to see, um, things that we expect to see. Sega t- teasing something. I'm not entirely sure what that's about, but quite interesting to see what they're what they've got under their sleeves, considering they just cancelled hyenas. Um, what the hell are they up to? So, um, yeah, what, what, what do you, what do you, what do you, what do you, what do you want to see? What do you see this old game awards? Could throw me off if he's saying there's nothing new coming out, or there's nothing new, no world premiere. Well, well not... we, we don't know this for sure, but the words, well, the I do words, remember seeing it, but I just felt like it was like him saying they're not going to do the wanky. Like little like presentation, like PowerPoint presentation transition. <laughs> yeah, it. I think that, that's I think, I, I think that's that how the case. I took it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I was thinking about this because I was like, fuck, I don't know. Like, what are we waiting for? Or what is there that we're like anticipating? And then I had like a good think in my think bank. Okay. Um, <laughs> I remember earlier this year, and it could be, I think all of these things might be too early, but. Last year, I said I wanted Baldur's Gate. I was going to say I wanted Baldur's Gate three, and it never. And then it turned up, and I kicked myself. So, um, uh, then I kick myself every day from playing it. So, anyway, um, <laughs> so first of all, first of all, obviously as well, as a as a lover, as a deep lover, get out of the way. Um, Activision teased for Spyro pictures the other mm. day um xbox do need to come out with something you know big 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 i guess we did we did have starfield this year but i do wonder if they will start showing off their fancy acquisition um at the game awards so i do wonder if there is going to be a tease to sparrow for um aside from that earlier this year i can't remember if this was a leak or it was like an announcement from a from a developer uh, not a developer like um yeah well, well like one of the developers one of the devs um about lego harry potter being revamped like star wars and it might be too early but i would like to see that that'd be cool i'm i'm talking like ballpark here because i really don't know what else i'm waiting for um i remember that but i feel like it wasn't a leak um oh, sorry i feel like it was a leak so i I don't know if, if it was a leak, that, that makes me more hopeful that we might have a teaser of that, maybe. Um, maybe I'd like to see more Fable. Um, 
I'd like to see with the anniversary of Tomb Raider and that being remastered in February. I would like to see also, which will be way too early, but I, I would like to see it. I'm still, I'm talking ballpark and I'll say all of this next year, the game I want to do. would like to see the newer Tomb Raider, Crystal Dynamics one, obviously, because it's it's not Crystal or it is Crystal, I can't remember. Um, would like to see a little tease to that. Uh, maybe a Game Gear. <laughs> if Sega were teasing something, there was there was talks. <laughs> um, and I wonder if they will try and, I guess, bring out a competition to um, the Switch. I mean, that was a leak earlier this year as well. They had something up their sleeves. Yeah, those are kind of picks. It was hard to think because I think for so long, in especially the last two years of games, we've known what we've wanted for years because because of the COVID delay. So we've all had like really solid, yeah, that's coming, that's coming, that's coming. We know GTA 6 is coming. So, you know, you know that that, that fucking, that tra- our whole trailer will be replayed on, on Game Awards because, you know, not everybody, you know, I get double the views tomorrow. Like it's going to be re-released 10 times over the next 10 years. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think other than that, I can't really think of, too much else maybe i'll have it on my face now and there's loads that i've missed but it's hard to rack your brain when we've had such a good couple of years of gaming mm, no you're absolutely right um it is hard to go what else could there possibly be now um mm-hmm. and lego harry potter was a really good show i've forgotten about that um it does sound like it's a thing that is happening yeah um, i can't was it a leak i feel like it was a leak from somebody who worked there or was it like a conversation where they had and it was a confirmed like little interview where he dropped it in. I can't remember. I think it was an um, Instagram like was post um that showed um either the the lightning uh scar or mm-hmm. something and it went um and there was like a soon dot 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 thing. Oh um, okay. But like that got taken yeah. down very quickly and uh yeah and that's what i mean so i think that that would be a cool little title thing for the game awards to show like you know like when they do the title screen only no trailer bollocks you know yeah. that would be a cool little announcement yeah i mean the skywalker saga was was fantastic so a harry potter game in that vein would be, It'd be huge yeah yeah it'd be massive um yeah that's a guaranteed mega million seller for sure uh yeah i mean it's yeah, I really don't know. I mean, when I was thinking about it myself, I was like, "What do I want? What would I like yeah. to see?" And I'm like, "We're so spoiled as gamers; we get everything we want eventually." And it's like I can't think of anything <laughs> now. You know, I really can't think of anything. Um, so yeah, I'm looking. I guess I'm looking forward to being surprised. That should be fun. Um, Mars Thompson, does it start with Dino and end in crisis? Oh, you know it, Roscoe. You know it. <laughs> I'm nothing if not predictable. Um. No, I'm actually kind of in the same boat as you guys in that I think we've had such an amazing year or two of games that I kind of feel like <clears throat> I'm not expecting anything massive um, over the next year aside from Rebirth. <clears throat> just because we've had such a slew of big ones, um, it's hard to just keep pumping them out on that kind of scale that we've seen in the last yeah. two years. Well, hey, um, but there are a couple that I think we might see of. I think the Elden Ring DLC uh, could be a potential, given that it won the game of the year last year. Um, and FromSoft have been working on it and Armored Core at the same time. So I feel like that might be potential. Um, 
I think otherwise we're just going to see some of the stuff that has been announced, but we just haven't seen for a while. So either like um, Hellblade 2, um, there's been rumors of Ghost of Tsushima 2, but um, oh, I don't think that's going to be happening. Um, I feel like that's too much hype and too much excitement. Um, there is that TMNT game, you know, the last Ronin one or whatever. I feel like that could be a potential. Yes, that's a good show. Yeah, that could end up here for some reason. Um, it feels like just the kind of place where they'd be like, oh, by the way, check out this cool trailer for this. And everyone's like, holy shit, that's actually really cool. Why don't you make a bigger deal out of that? Um, and maybe the Outer Worlds too, because we've kind of heard nothing about that since. And I feel like it'll be a prime opportunity with the gap next year to kind of wade in with a big trailer to get people <laughs> hyped and remind people of it. We haven't heard anything about it because it's being developed at Microsoft. I know. <laughs> Basically, they just, Microsoft just need to have a new fucking E3 and just show us all the games that they're apparently working on that they, they aren't working they on. They just love announcing things and then just nothing happening. God, it's crazy, isn't it? But yeah, the Art Awards 2 is... Um, Xbox have made quite a big deal about the Game Awards this year. They've been posting... Um, if you open the Game Pass app, there's a great big thing that says, don't forget to watch the Game Awards! uh yeah so something they are they are they're, they're cooking up something for the game awards but yeah they must be playing something anything um and i guess the only real hype thing would be death stranding 2 because obviously keely and kojima are best buds so i feel like death stranding 2 being shown off again wouldn't be completely out of third base yeah um but given how long death stranding 1 took to make i'm not sure if they'd be in a position to really show off anything major mm. yeah keely so... will pull kojima out of his cage by alicia <laughs> Literally, or drag him out on his hands and knees and be like, Look, I need some hype, give me some. <laughs> um, so yeah, those are my shouts. Dino Crisis would be wonderful, obviously. Um, and I'd be very excited, but I feel like Capcom have just gone on the hype train for Dragon's Dogma 2, so I don't think they'll be throwing anything else at us just yet. Never now, so, one more thing before Christmas, you know this. Oh, but that might just be Dragon's Dogma, Roscoe. it's not Dragon's Dogma. Why would they waste their money on such a stupid game? Sorry, how dare you? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just all about the hype trailers, man. Yeah, I think there will be a couple of cool ones in there, but I don't think it's going to be as hype as like, you know, having a God of War announced or something of the equivalent. Sure, sure. Oh, God of War DLC. That could be a thing. Apparently, that's oh, yeah, that could be potential. Hmm. Uh, Josh, what do you think we're going to see at the Game Awards this year? Um, I very highly think that Strangling 2 will get like a, either a gameplay trailer or a trailer that will announce like a release window. Mm-hmm. Um, that feels like a given. I feel like Jeff Keighley and Kojima go hand in hand at every single event these days. Um, something a bit maybe boring for some people, but I feel like is a very Game Awards thing to do is to announce games that were once exclusive on a platform to be released, say either on the day that it gets the showcases or around the time. And I'd love to be able to see Hi-Fi Rush on another system or uh, Pentiment on another system because I feel like they've both had their time now of like exclusive windows that could be up and they could see other, you know, systems and I'd be able to play them because I don't own an Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um I mean that's that's me being very selfish and just hoping for more games on other consoles. Um I feel like we've not seen Rise of the Ronin at all in a very long time and PlayStation haven't really been forthright with a lot of the bigger titles that they've kind of shown off at like their own showcases and I know that the trend is to only show off their own games at their showcases but 
stranger things have happened um i would also like to see a couple of the sort of netflix um game crossovers that they've got in cooking at the moment uh like devil may cry hear me out a borderlands trailer i know that's not netflix that's the lionsgate film but a borderlands trailer for the film that's kind of been in Mm. uh development Mm. hell and the wolf among us too please i would love to see that yeah that was on my list i think that's uh i think that's possible sure yeah and uh, a last one for good measure is uh star wars outlaws love to get a further trailer on that maybe release window or release date would be awesome yeah yeah that's a good shout i think a bit of star wars will uh yeah that's a good shout Star Wars Outlaws does look good, doesn't it? I'm looking forward to seeing more of that game. It's the most exciting thing Star Wars have put out in a in a minute that's not kind of the Jedi Survivor games. Hmm. Yeah. Is there another Star Wars game somewhere? There is, isn't there? The um There is Outlaws, there might be Outlaws actually. One I'm thinking of. Ubisoft is yeah. Outlaws, isn't it? There is there is a supposed third person shooter coming as well that's like free mm. to play. Like an arena shooter from uh, Zynga of all people. Wow. Um, so yeah, that's more of like a Nintendo Switch mobile game. But yeah, I've not really seen anything of that. Okay, look. Yeah, it is tough this year, isn't it? Because I feel like we've we've kind of got everything that we normally. I mean, Pragmata that could be there. I'm gonna go on a limb and show out like one game that was at the PlayStation reveal. <laughs> that, has, that, has, that hasn't come out yet. It was called Bramata, wasn't it? Am I just yeah? I think yeah, I think it's it, is that a working title? Right? I think is that the, there's there's one that's got a working title, and there's Pragmata as well. Um, sure. One of them's Pragmata is the one with the spaceman, right? And the and the child. Yep. Yes, it is. Yeah, there was another one that's got. Stellar Blade is maybe what I'm thinking about. So Pragmata might be the working title. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. But yeah. That could be one. Um, what do you think Sega are up to? Uh, God. It's, the worst Blow answer your, would be like a Sega. <laughs> the worst answer would be like a Sega, another Sega, uh, sorry, Sonic show. Or something like that, or a trailer for the third film. Yeah, they've only just started shooting, haven't they? Sonic Three. Um, yeah, Shadow the Hedgehog obviously couldn't couldn't film because of the actor strike, so <laughs> they um they had to wait. Um, yeah, I think it might be early for the for Sonic Three, but I don't know, man. Sega is it's interesting because they don't normally do this; they don't normally hype stuff up. Yeah. Um, obviously, like I said, they just guys of hyenas, so they've got this. Uh, they've got a bunch of money now to play with, yeah, and yeah. yeah. I mean, is it too crazy to say Shenmue Four? Is that wild? Maybe it is. No, didn't they know. show off say Shenmue Three at a Game Awards? Well, Shenmue Three was or at the PlayStation TV. in 2015, wasn't it? Um, oh, okay. Yeah, the Holy the Holy Trinity of the Last Guardian, Final Fantasy Remake, and Shenmue Three. Which sort of made it the best D three conference of all time, <laughs> and uh, yeah, of course, you know, Sega had nothing to do with Shenmue three. 
they just allowed um, Yui Naka to make it. Um, that's why it went to Kickstarter. But I don't know. And then took all the credit. Pretty much. And if they could take it back, you know, maybe we'll see a new uh, Shenmue. But yeah, it's yeah, it's interesting what Sega are up to. Um, that's that. That's I think the most exciting for me about the awards. It might be really disappointing because all they do push out now is really Yakuza and Football Manager. That seems to be it for Sega these yeah. days. Um, so something next level would be quite cool. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Not long to go. That would be nice, though. But yeah, the, I think the Outer Worlds 2, in terms of Microsoft stuff, the Outer Worlds 2, maybe Contraband, uh, Indiana mm-hmm. Jones, I think that's probably a good... It's been, what, two or three years now since that announcement, so might be a good time yeah. to show you something off. Um, the dream is perfect dark, but I think that's still in development hell, and that's not going to happen anytime soon. Yeah, uh, for sure. So yeah, I guess we'll find out on Thursday night at midnight um, in the UK if you're watching, or one one o'clock I think it is. Um, so yeah, if you're going to stay up, uh, stay up with us and watch it along. Um, it's going to be a fun ride as it always is. If something genuinely massive and amazing gets announced, um, we'll do a emergency podcast about it but it's very unlikely because the show finishes at like 4am over here so is that, is that a lot later than it used to be like last year i i swear um, i never stayed up that late for it it was i think it started at 11 30 last year mm. it was still it was still a late one because it goes on for yeah. the ages yeah um but yeah maybe it wasn't that long but it always feels it anyway maybe we did might have done something afterwards that made it longer i don't know maybe yeah, yeah. I don't know. But uh, yeah. Um, yeah, the Game Awards coming soon. Very exciting. Um, talking of um, big old uh, games that are coming and getting remade, um, Capcom have confirmed that more Resident Evil remakes are planned. The company has released Resident Evil 2, 3, and 4 remakes in recent years. This is VGC. Tom Ivan. Capcom have confirmed that it's planning to release more Resident Evil remakes. The publisher has released three commercially successful Resident Evil remakes in the past five years. And during an awards event in Japan on Friday, Resident Evil 4 remake director Yasuhiro Anpo was asked if Capcom wants to make add these to more remakes. Yes, he responded. We've released three remakes so far and they've all been received very well. Since it allows a modern audience to play these games, it is something I am happy to do as someone that loves these older games. And we want to continue making more. Um, it goes on, but that's pretty much um, the gist. Of course, we've had they've had huge success with Resident Evil 2, 3, and 4. Especially 4 this year, that remake was splendid. Um, Mars, we've talked about this before about how moving forward, um, the games sort of get progressively worse, <laughs> and it was a bit they were a bit unsure about um, we were a bit unsure about what they could remake next. But Capcom seems to be moving forward with Resident Evil remakes. So, what is the next one? Do you think are they going to go ahead with Resi Five? Are they crazy or what? I mean, I feel like Resi 5 is a ballsy move for them to go down. Uh, it was, like we've talked about before, it was controversial back when it came out. So it coming out now, if they remade it as it was, it's just a big old bag of yikes. It's just going to be caught in controversy, guaranteed. Um, I think they could remake it, but they would have to redo a lot of stuff. And they'd it basically, I think if they do redo 5, it won't be the same game at all. You know, like Resident Evil 4, it feels like Resident Evil 4, but like a new version of like a modern game, basically. This would feel like an entirely different game altogether. I just don't think they can recreate 5 
without running into a whole host of problems. Like the racism argument was a big thing back then. And now it just wouldn't fly. I just genuinely don't think that it would fly anymore. Mm. Um, if you, I'm sorry to interrupt, if you don't know uh, why it was controversial, if Resident Evil was set in Africa, Africa, and the zombies were primarily of American, uh, of African descent. Yes. And you were just white shooting a ball. You are Chris Redfield going into Africa, shooting everybody who is native to Africa, basically. And then there's even a section later down the line where they have spears and shields and don't wear clothes and stuff. And it just, it it really just went all out on the whole thing. And it just wasn't a good look at the time. So yeah, it just, no, it's it's not going to fly now. So they would have to redo entire sections. And also they'd have to think about the whole Chris Redfield doing that in Africa it just I don't know I just don't think it's going to uh, suit modern audiences or modern times Um, and also the game itself wasn't I really enjoyed the actual game itself the gameplay of it I thought it was fun it was stupid fun but it was still fun to play Um, but again I think they would need to rework a lot of it because it was definitely flawed and it was very uh, divisive in terms of people's enjoyment of it um, Resident Evil 6 is a shit show and I don't think they'll go near it with a barge pole if I'm honest um, again unless they just revamped the entire game and actually made it good um, so my only other thing is that they might go to some of the spin-off ones like you've got Resident Evil 0 that they could do is it 0? I think it is um, I think they've got other series that they can work on as well like so they have... maybe? yeah like those kind of ones like they've got options to remake different spin-off games um they could even go back and do like i don't know operation raccoon city and actually make a game out of it properly um <laughs> so they've got the kind of alternatives that they can move to but i a part of me feels like capcom is going to try and just do five and they're going to you know go all out and just make a whole new game of it um so I don't know what that'll look like, but they haven't missed. None of their remakes have been bad. I know Resident Evil 3 wasn't universally as appreciated owing to the fact that it just wasn't, it didn't seem to get enough development time as um, 2 and 4 have had. Um, but Capcom are just on a streak. Everything they touch at the moment turns to gold and every single decision they seem to make in terms of what to change, where to change it and how to redo things on the whole works. You know, people are loving these remakes and there's a massive demand for them. And I think Resi Evil 4 remake is the quickest any of the entries has ever gotten to 5 million copies sold. So people are lapping them up. Um, yeah, it'll just be interesting to see how Capcom approach it. But yeah, it's I, I feel like this kind of does confirm they're going to go ahead with five and six, which I'm personally really intrigued to see how they manage to pull those games out of the gutter a little bit because, yeah, they're not universally renowned. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, well, they're going to be too busy with Dino Crisis for the moment, aren't they? So we Yes, ex- exactly. Yeah, we're going to get Dino Crisis 1, 2, and then they're going to make the third one properly. They're actually going to do the sequel first, and then they're going to go back to Resident Evil. Yeah, but the next Primal 2, and then Resident Evil again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're just going to go around in a nice circle with lots of dinosaurs, and then they're going to go back to Resident Evil. Yeah, fair. 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 (laughs) They might just skip 5 and 6, go straight to (laughs) 7. Yeah, although remaking 7 would feel quite pointless at this stage, I reckon. It still (laughs) looks too good to be remade. (laughs) 2025, full remake of Resident Evil Village, coming your way, ladies and gentlemen. They're going to do it Naughty Dog style, where they just remake it and charge like 80 quid for it, and everyone will be like, what the fuck? (laughs) Yep, and pricks like me will buy it anyway, because I'm an asshole. Just can't help yourself. I can't help myself. Those still books, man. I can't help it. They're so pretty. Uh, George, where do you think Resident Evil were going next in their remakes? Which one would you like to see as well? I 
I think if you've played Resident Evil 4 <clears throat> this year, then you would have seen a certain character that would maybe make sense if they went all the way back and did yet another remake of Resident Evil 1. Um, mm. I would personally love to see it. I know there's a lot of people that absolutely adore the remake of Resident Evil 1 because it kind of has the same old school uh, approach to the gameplay, but it's just great visuals for the time. But I would love to see a third person over the shoulder Resident Evil 1 for sure and go through that mansion in a different form this time and experience the weirder side of Resident Evil as well because I think 2 and 3 feel very um I don't want to say normal but there's it the the threat is mainly zombies whereas Resident Evil 1 you had just weird bosses you had like a giant snake a giant spider you had all these different mutations and it, it could then um build into what Resident Evil 5 is by the end of it because uh, there's a lot of story beats that permeate throughout all the, the whole series with with a few of the characters and a few of the kind of like this the setting and and the outbreaks and mm. what the the T virus and the other type of viruses there are and stuff like that they it all gets built out through the first game unknowingly but by the end it kind of all adds up so i'd love to be able to have like a this generation this generation version of that to kind of piece all the story together before going into what I feel like should be the final act with Resident Evil 5 and not go any further than that <laughs> as they remake it like Miles said uh, I'd love that and that would be a, a perfect ending to then go into what we did with um, the new Ethan Winters stuff yeah um, Ethan Winters I mean that's just a I mean, I don't know a lot about Resident Evil, but I'm, I'm I I I kind of watch live streams of it because I want to know what happens in the games, but I don't want to be too into it because it will just freak me out. And so, like, I, I, when I'm watching it, I feel like I'm kind of like a step back from it, and I can just enjoy it for what it is. Um, and yeah, the Ethan Winter's story is fascinating, especially in Village. And I think that that's, yeah. that's something that they could, you know, I'm, I'm sure Resi 9 plans are very much underway at Capcom right now. But, yeah, I'd, um, I'd assume so. They they look like they're alternating timelines between releases. So whatever remake it is, it will be after 9, I would assume. Hmm. Very interesting. Really interesting indeed. Well, we shall see in like 10 years when they're done with all the remakes that we actually want them to make. <laughs> exactly. um, one, two, and extra primal two. Thank you very much. Uh, Kat, have you got a, uh, any skin in this uh, story? Any Resi remake that you'd love to see come up? I'm just going to shout out me, pal. Yeah, fair. But, um, me too. Me too. It, can, um, it can just do what it needs to do, you know? <laughs> yep, I love it. Thank you very much. <laughs> yep. yeah, that's okay. That's, that's, that's my opinion. <laughs> um, all right, then. Let's get... Oh, this is it. Let's get into recommendations. This is where we find something that we've seen throughout the week that we want to share with you. A loyal listener, whether it be a video game, a TV show, a movie, a book, a Funko Pop, or a bedsheet. I don't know. I'm looking at things. Um, who hasn't gone first yet? Josh, what is your recommendation this week? Oh, I've got a humdinger of a recommendation. Ooh, I mentioned baby. a couple of weeks ago that I've been on my sort of uh, 
adventure of going through 2023 movies. And I had an absolute blast with Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Oh, yeah. Have you seen it? I have seen it. I absolutely adore it. Wow. Credit to the credit to the team behind that. Um, I to me, Shrek is kind of a been and done thing in terms of like the movies and stuff like that. What am I doing? At, I'm not going to disclose my age, but the age that I'm at watching a kids animated film. But my God, this is like it's up there with kind of like a Spider Man films at the moment in terms of animation style and quality and the breadth of emotions that 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 poor little cat goes through in Puss in Boots. Um, Yeah, I just, I thoroughly enjoyed it as an adult and I really loved the art style. I think it goes in the very like almost anime style in their kind of choreography of combat, stuff like that, which is really interesting. I think we've had so many movies that very quickly go to the sort of 3D computer generated uh, style, which is, you know, it's done well. Disney do it a lot and it's, you know, does does all right for them and it does look amazing when they do do it. But there has been some poor attempts in recent years. So I'm so glad to have this sort of 2D animation style come back with a vengeance because it looks amazing. Um, yeah. And yeah, I like the story as well. It's very wholesome. It's very much about never giving up on you know, the life that you have uh, is, you know, I feel like DreamWorks films always have like really nice messages to them. Um, mm. And this one's no different, but yeah, I just, I had a blast with it. So check it out. It is a, it is a top 10 film my, uh, of the year for me. It is so much fun. And um, yeah, you're right about the Spider-Verse kind of style. Um, I was going to ask about, um, about Wish. Is that, is that one that kind of appeals to you that's out now? Because it sounds has that similar 2D, 3D I- visual style. Yeah, um, I've heard some things about it that are a bit spoilery, that really feels very Disney at this point in time, mm-hmm. um, to an extent where I'm like, oh, I'm not really interested at all. However, the songs that I've done that I've seen when I do screen checks at work, um, they are really top class songs. That, you know, whenever they do musicals, and I think this is wishes like a straight up musical. There's songs throughout it so if you like frozen you're gonna love this but um yeah the the story itself uh, it kind of uh, yeah i i won't say too much more there's there's uh you know kind of think of mcu think of disney yeah. and then kind of put the two and two together yeah it seems like a big old celebration of everything disney kind of there i, I mean that is the celebration movie guys isn't it that is the positive spin on it, but there there is a bit of a, a corporate grime to it. I feel like as a as a begrudging adult. <laughs> yeah, I mean it can't be, it can't do any worse than that than uh, what was it? Uh, Ralph breaks the internet. I mean that was just a gross demonstration you know, of everything that they <laughs> they have bought over the past ten years. I've not watched that one, but the first one I absolutely adored, and the little Easter eggs for video games is insane. So, I yeah, love definitely watch the first one. one. I yeah. love the first record, Ralph, but the second one left with a yeah, had a nasty feeling in my throat after it. Oh, so it felt felt a bit gross, uh, to be honest. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I get it. Cool. Yeah, Bush is definitely one I've got my eye on. Um, I went to book for for the Marvels this weekend, but it's gone. My local cinema has gone. Nope, nobody watched it. It's out. <laughs> so that was that yeah well Wonka's out this Friday so 
think people um, are just moving on a lot quicker than usual with films like that if they're not doing well like it's not doing well for us so by friday it's probably gone yeah i've heard wonka is wonderful so um i was i wasn't i wasn't excited if the trailer didn't fill me with joy but um i'm intrigued now because it's getting like superb reviews so i'm uh, i'm tempted for sure um cat what is your recommendation my recommendation is a reminder, a reminder, a reminder to save your PS Plus games always, but a reminder that December has released or will be releasing Power Wash Simulator. Whoop, whoop. And I had the luxury of paying £20, which was a good a good £20, you know, very well worth it, but you have the luxury of getting it for free if you have a PS Plus subscription. Now, I know people are going to be like, it isn't for free because we pay for the subscription. I know that. <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that in, in, in the realm of, of you know, goal math, this is free. So go download it. It's incredible. That's my recommendation. Just a reminder to, to grab that. Purposely grab it because it's amazing. No matter what kind of game you are. It sure is. I have fun fact. I've only ever played it on cloud gaming on my phone, and so I have never actually played it on a TV. So I'm excited to do that. Oh my god! I play it at work. You know, when I got like 20 minutes to kill at night, you know, I just um just stick on power wash, and I ended up playing it for like two hours. You know how it goes. But um, I, yeah, it's a blast. It comes out today on PS Plus. If you're listening to this today, it goes up. So go get it. Go get. Uh, Miles, your recommendation. Couldn't find the button there for a second. Um, so my recommendation is Luto, which there's a demo available for it. It is a first-person horror game. It would be your absolute worst nightmare, Roscoe. Okay, carry on then. I'd, I'd actually quick. Really, I'd really love to see you play this game. I'm not going to lie. I would love it. Um, so it's a bit PT-like in that you're stuck in a house and you have to go down these hallways, which are very poorly lit. And there is this creepy thing that is roaming around the house, making noises and occasionally jump scares you. Um, it's very much focused on atmosphere and tension as opposed to just pure jump scares, which I actually like more in terms of horror. Um, and it's creepy. It's got this really kind of uncomfortable creepiness to it, which is very hard to capture in a horror game. Um, a lot try to do it and don't quite get it right. Um, but the demo's kind of central premise is it's called The Choice, so you're constantly having to pick between going left and right, and you don't know which way is going to be the right way or the wrong way, or if it's going to lead you to a dead end or where you need to go. Um, the puzzles are actually nicely intuitive without being... You know, like in horror games, the puzzles can be, like, ridiculous, where you're stood there for ages being like, how in the world am I supposed to figure that out? Um, thankfully, it's not like that. It's all very logical and intuitive to actually play. Um but it's just the discomfort of you don't know what's coming around the next corner. Um, and I know that doesn't sound like it should make for a fun time, but it really is in terms of an actual horror game. Um, so it's really promising. The demo took me, I think, an hour or just under to finish. Um, and I don't think the game has a planned release date just yet, but it's shaping up really nicely. And if they can manage to turn that into you know, a four-hour, five-hour experience, it could be something quite special horror-wise. So... Yeah, I wanted to give it a shout out and recommend it because the demo actually had me quite intrigued and it actually scared me a good couple of times. And I was like, dang, this is good. I like this. I want more. Nope. Thank you. Come on, Roscoe. You can do it. I believe in you. Um, no, I'm good. Thanks, man. No, good Come thing. on. No, it's, it's, 
It's an hour of your life. You'll be fine. No, do you know what, Ross? Like, it is like us. We would be like high pitched screaming. There's <laughs> yeah, a done. moment where you have to look through a door, like a peephole. And every time I said that, I was like, stop it, stop it. Because you know what's going to fucking happen? Something's going to come <laughs> in the peephole. And I don't want it to. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a no from me. I did it like an extra three times just because I could see Kat getting more and more visibly uncomfortable the more I did it. Stop it. <laughs> you know, I'm just testing it's it. Horrible. Just testing mean. it. Yeah, you've got to test it. Yeah. It's the fun of a horror game. You've got to test it. I hope you slept on the sofa that night. I did not. Absolute disgrace. <laughs> uh, what is my recommendation? My recommendation... <laughs> my recommendation is Karma Zoo! Surprise! Yeah, you may have heard uh, Ethan Lawrence talk about this last week on the pod, and uh, this week I went and downloaded it, and you know what? It's bloody lovely. It is. It's a bloody lovely game. It's so sweet. It's just all about kindness and helping each other out and being pally with, with, with each other and getting each other through levels and stuff. It's really, really nice. Um, Ethan's description of it last week was kind of like completely spawn. You just play as a blob. And you've got to get through the levels, and there are nine other people in the level that are playing online with you, and you just got to help each other out and get to the end of the level. And it just works. It's really, really sweet. There was this moment where um, I was I was stuck, and I was trying to jump up over a ledge, and I couldn't quite make it. My jump wasn't quite high enough. So um, someone came down with me, and then went over to a bit and pressed a button, and the ledge that I was standing on just rose up. And then we both jumped up on it, and then we got out. It was just really nice. It's just a really, it's it's just the kindest game, and then you give them hearts, and the more hearts you have, the more things you can unlock. Um, I am no longer a blob; I am now a lion, and it's really badass. And it's just, uh, it's just super sweet, and it's a game that, you know, we can all enjoy together one day, baby. But it's a, uh, yeah, it's great. I fully, um, I'm now on board with this game. I haven't played an indie like it for quite some time. So yeah, if you have it, then uh, yeah, we'll have a game because it's, it is a lot of fun, and it's very very nice and. Uh, it will cheer you up massively if you need it. So uh, be sure to check it out. Karma Zoo. Well, I guess that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, thank you all very much indeed for listening. Don't forget, if you want to follow us, you can follow us absolutely everywhere. Just go to the link tree in the description below to find us in all the places. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can go at FNGRGN. Yes, all of our individual handles are in the description below, except for Mars, of course. He's smart and not on Twitter slash X. If you really like what we do, want to follow our Patreon for $1 a month, you can keep this podcast live on its various podcast services and keep the website nice and shiny. And hey, why not leave us a review if you're on Apple or Spotify? Give it the old five stars if you like the pod. Even if you don't like the pod, give it a five star. What does it matter to you? You know what I mean? You got lies. Just stick a, stick a, stick a five star on it. It really helps the podcast in terms of search ability and uh, gives us a lot more brand goodness when people are searching for podcasts and just makes it easier to find for people um, if you're in the old search engines. So that would be really, really lovely. Thank you very much indeed. But that's it. We'll be back next week with probably a packed up show showcase episode of the Game Awards, Avatar, bloody Lego, Fortnite. It's going to be, it's all kicking off next week. I can't wait. Very, very exciting. But until then, it is goodbye. From Cat. BTFN. Oh, here we go. We're bringing back a classic, ladies and gentlemen. I love it. <laughs> it's goodbye from Miles. Farewell. See you on Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> just want to confirm we're not finishing the pod already because we want to go play Fortnite. This is just it's just there's no news. So we managed to get through it all fairly quickly. <laughs> I mean, I disagree. I am finishing early to go and get Solid Snake, even though so, I can't yet. My God, man, you are you've got a long time to wait for Solid Snake. Let's just let's just let's just sell it down. Help me. Oh, I will. Don't you worry. I've got your back. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Possibly. We'll give it a go. And it's goodbye from Josh. Goodbye, everyone. And it's goodbye from me. My name is Ross Gope, and we'll see you next time on the Finger Guns Podcast.